Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of the Films and Swearing Podcast. I'm your host Stu and with me tonight is the no caring, ass bearing, always swearing, Jason mask wearing, Andy Walker. Nice. My heart has been retired. <laughs> it's been replaced by a mask. Yes. Which you wear now more often than a hat. <laughs> I still wear it. <laughs> sitting in the house playing Call of Duty with my fucking Jason mask on. <laughs> but you don't even have a camera on, so there's no intimidation factor. What's the point? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Gets me ready for the fucking... Kick some arse. Shoot some cunts. <laughs> yeah, so as you can tell, we, we, we're we back on Skype. Oh. Ever since it, it fucked us in the ass on Bronson. Yeah. It, um, how many other times has it fucked us in the ass? It's done it enough. Mm-hmm. Enough for us to say no more. Okay, six months later, fine. <laughs> uh, each and every week we watch one film, we build it up, we break it down, we look at the facts and we look at the figures. But first, Wes Craven died. Yes. Aye. I thought it was Not John, John Carpenter. Carpenter. <laughs> Not John Carpenter. <laughs> oh. Yes. So on, I, I think it was Monday, 30th of August. No, Sunday? I don't know. Um, it was revealed that oh, Wes Craven passed away. very robotic. Well, on my end, it seems crystal clear. Obviously, because I could only hear myself talk. Uh-huh. So, so there is no lag in my mind. Uh, and hopefully, recording it from my side, it should be good. It should only be your audio that sounds a bit wank. Fuck you! <laughs> anyway. Wank. <laughs> Wes Craven died of brain cancer uh, or de- like, at the age of 76 on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Died battling brain cancer. Mm-hmm. So, also we thought we should give give the guy a wee send off at, at least at this time, because obviously, like we've tried this before, like with the likes of Roddy Piper passing, we tried to quickly scramble together a show, yeah. and then they work out. But no. at least if we could mention like where's his passing just now, mm-hmm. he's not going forgotten. Well. So. Thankfully, I've found a website on the internet that actually lists uh, lists of movies that are written by directors and directed by directors. <laughs> what? I can't believe we came across such a source, but this website has been smart enough to list all the movies directed. Nice. So, we're going to have a quick rundown of the list, discussing which ones we have seen. You go start earliest to... Uh, yes, aye, let's... Go from the very beginning. Um, his directorial debut was The Last House on the Left. No. <laughs> Ring any bells? 
I think a remake, maybe. Yeah, I am pretty sure majority of heads have all been remade at one time or another. Um, Last House in the Left Woods, I think one of those movies that got passed around in high school. For me, anyway. And I was the guy, I was like, <laughs> no thanks. Right, I'm a pussy. <laughs> like, rape revenge. No, it's cool. Whereas I'd be watching like a Bruce Lee movie for the tenth time. Um, the Hills Have Eyes from 1977. What's wrong with the fireworks, Ah, he's credited as Abe Snake. Is he? Yes, that 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 is the credit that's given like for the director. I don't so, this is Wes Craven, director. Yep. Well, I've got the credit in front of me as the fireworks woman, as Abe Snake. <laughs> so I thought, ah, we'll just let that one pass. <laughs> oh, no. So have you ever seen the original, The Hills Have Eyes? I haven't seen the other one, either. You've seen, alright, you've not seen either? No, neither. Yes. Yeah. Um, Stranger in the House, the TV movie from 1978. Never seen that. There's going to be a lot of never scenes. Aye. Um, <laughs> right. I'll start running through the list and you stop me if you've seen it. Right. Deadly Blessing. Swamp Thing. Invitation to Hell. The Hells Have Eyes Part 2. A Nightmare on Elm Street. I've seen that. Yeah, fucking hell. There's a, there was a millisecond like... He's not going to say anything, is he? He's not seen a fucking... He's never... He's not seen a really young Johnny Depp get killed. Like, uh-huh. blended. Blended. <laughs> and then regurgitated back into his room. With that giant TV monitor he had. Right. And then they're fucking <laughs> getting sucked through the fucking wee windy. Oh, at the end. Like, <laughs> watching a fucking blob dog get... <laughs> <laughs> getting a fucking puncture. Aye, like that is obviously the the classic, yeah. probably the biggest film that he's done. Mm-hmm. Like easily, like of course that's introduced uh, like generations to Freddy Krueger and mm-hmm. those like one of the most iconic horror characters, like one franchises anyway. Like, it's like him, a household name, Jason and fucking Mike Myers. Nah, they're exactly. The, like, they're the three main fucking horror cunts. <laughs> horror cunts. Aye. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> if you want to fund Andy's Indiegogo documentary on the horror cunts. Scary <laughs> <laughs> uh, ass so, pussies. Yeah. <laughs> <Peace and everything. laughs> I don't want to know your research for this project. <laughs> the pussy just says with his fucking vampire teeth, I want to suck your dick. <laughs> it's just the most disturbing internet browser history. <laughs> yep. Anyway, did you see the, the 1985 TV movie Chiller? I tell you, as I know. How about Walt Disney's <laughs> Wonderful World of Colour? He directed an episode of that. Now... I'll do what we did before, just run for the names. You stop me. Yeah. Uh, Deadly Friends. Five episodes of The Twilight Zone. The Serpent and the Rainbow. 
Shocker. Night Visions. The People Under the Stairs. Uh, he directed an episode of Nightmare Cafe. Uh, New Nightmare. Is there, they kind of have seen this one. New Nightmare. Is it the one? Is that the one where it's the mum and the our Lodi? I do not know. I have not seen that one. I think it it's the one. The mum fucking like the bairn disappears and she has to climb under the covers to get into fucking Freddy's world to go and fight him or something to get his Lodi back. Fair enough. I like that kind of sounds like the plot for most of them. Huh. Essentially, but yeah, I am quite uneducated when it comes to the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I'm trying to think the ones that I did go through. I think I sat and watched all the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. I knew I'd watched one of the series. Uh, but it's not John Carpenter that died, so. <laughs> uh, Vampire in Brooklyn. A comedy with Eddie Murphy. We'll see that. Uh, okay. This is where you'll probably have to start picking up. Scream from 1996. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say that. That was quite the, like a big deal back in the day. I know. Let's see. That, like 20 years ago. Was that so, 20 years ago? Who you fucking... Well, your next year it will be actually. Aye. So I remember like roughly 20 years ago when... Oh, well, it'd be later than that because it was by the time it came out on a uh, videotape. Mm. <laughs> and my cousin had got his parents to order it from Walker's videos. <laughs> and they had a delivery service where they would post the movie through your door. Holy shit. And I just remember us sitting patiently waiting at his house. Saying, you're getting the movie today. I'm getting it today. And then just seeing it come through the letterbox. And it was like... The, the rental cases that were obviously bigger to absorb shock and it was like yeah. a fucking giant hardback book had been posted for the door hey. aye Fuck and then it was like watching it and we're like we're no scared we're no scared we're no scared because now Mike's mom and dad were fucking a wee bit lenient when it came to scary movies aye they, they had this great thing where they had their uh, channels hooked up where they would be watching the movie in the living room Aye. But through some fucking wizardry, <laughs> you could flip through the channels on the TV in the bedroom and get, like, the the video player channel. Aye. So they're watching the scary movie in the living room, and if we were on the right channel, we could watch the movie too. <laughs> oh, no. That could, know, have, it, that could have had so much backfire. Aye. Well, that's it. Like, the only two memories I have of that happening is watching Scream... And mm-hmm. watching Starship Troopers. And then hearing Mike's mum shout at us when it came to like that shower scene. Oh. Where it's just like all these, like, it was like a mixed gender shower scene. So it's Starship Troopers. It, it wants to be, not risky, but it's like a throwback to B-movies. So of course there's all these naked lassies having a shower. <laughs> I could just hear his mum going, right, stop watching. Are you even naked what the fuck was going on? You're even 10 year old. <laughs> Stella's tits on telly. This is so sad. <laughs> that's disgusting. That's scarier than aliens. <laughs> uh, I wasn't at the point where I was going, woof, leave the room. 
Never say woof to me again. That is <laughs> that has to be the gayest fucking noise ever. I'm pretty sure that was like a line for fucking Home Alone. Like, have you seen the fucking woman? Like the girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's better. Because you say it being manly. You say it like a fucking mean bastard. Okay, son. <laughs> Settle, fell. Let's get back to the... Let's not ruin the proper send-off of Wes Craven here. <laughs> now, obviously, you've seen Scream. Right. Scream 2? I think so. I think I've seen them all. Alright, so you've seen 3 and 4. What about uh, Music of the Heart? Oh, God, no. <laughs> you don't even know what it is. That could be secretly, like, Scream 5. Well, but was I've not seen it. Aye. And it was out before fucking Scream 3. Still. Maybe it's Scream 2.5. I think I've seen Cursed. Werewolves. All I know about this movie is I think it has a... Like, Wednesday Adams in it. What's her name? Christina Ricci? Ricci. Ricci. Aye. Mm -hmm. I I remember it as, like, the movie of that poster and it's just like her face like she looks like a kid out of one of the fucking grudge movies where it's just a pale face and big black eyes mm. that's it um aye red eye I think I've seen that that's one I've actually seen again a few times where uh, Cillian Murphy you know, I think like of Rachel McAdams yes and it's something like, oh, like, they meet at the airport. He seems like a really nice guy. And she's just coming home for the holidays. Mm. And then it's something like he passes, a, like, a post-it note saying, uh, like, we've got your family hostage. Don't do anything or I'm going to kill that woman sitting over there. Mm. And it's like that for an hour. I'll just mind them getting stabbed in the eye with some... Um, he got stabbed in the neck with a pen. They're not Maybe at the end, but when he was on the plane, I remember her fucking punching him in the neck with like a biro, and all he done was like take a woman's scarf and he was fine and just tied that around <laughs> it. <laughs> no, and I, then, I like, thought that's how he got the they got the title Red Eye. <laughs> he got fucking no. stabbed in the evil. I'm pretty sure the Red Eye is like the fucking last like the last flight of the night type of thing, um, like the overnight flight from one place to another. Right. Anyway, um, he directed a segment of a French movie, Paris Je T'aime. I'm guessing it's French. Uh, also done a movie called My Soul to Take. No, I've not seen that. And of course, the last movie he is credited as a director is Scream 4 from 2011. Oh. That's like old already. I know. And, yeah, I, I call that one in the pictures. It was all right. They've all kind of merged into one. And Aye. plus there's a wee bit of fucking scary movie mixed in as well. <laughs> oh, well, that's it. He's also partially iconic for, like, the scary... the Is it scary face mask? Aye, the ghoul face. Aye, that, that mask has also like, been a significant icon in, like culture almost mm. like there was that time maybe about like 1996 1997 it, like it was pretty cool to see folk 
get like going about in Halloween wearing scream masks. Like that was controversial. Aye, there was cunts going about actually fucking stabbing cunts about. Exactly, I think the masks were banned and. Ah, uh, you weren't allowed like, to buy them. The costume and you got those alternative masks where Aye. it was white but also had clear plastic and you would pump blood through it. Aye. Uh, but then up. of course that all got diluted like when Scary Movie did their parody. Right. And it's just like the the ghost face mask with its tongue sticking out, doing a Budweiser, what's up, advert. Right. Then it was okay to piss a bit with those masks, because you're just the boy for scary movie now. Right, no fear yep. to you. Does the matter about your fucking plastic knife? <laughs> Is it, wait, it's not plastic. No! Mm. <laughs> Aye, so, I think we need to do a wee bit... <laughs> Catching up on the career of Wes Craven. I think we've seen five out of 29. <laughs> I think we need to make an effort. I think maybe this Christmas. <laughs> the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street, even though he only directed two. <laughs> so like what? Live, po- live podcast, I'll watch an oil them. No. <laughs> like... What doesn't say Christmas any more than the hills have eyes? <laughs> like, mutants raping people. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, God, damn. Anyway. I think it's getting to that time of the night. Right. Now, let's see. Let's get the phone ready. Today, we will be talking about Mortal Kombat... Oh, please um, tell me you've got the music for Mortal Kombat. I unfortunately don't. You fucking... All I have... ...is... ...our spoiler alert theme. Anyway, this is your chance to pause the podcast, quickly watch Mortal Kombat, make sure you've seen it before listening to the rest of the episode, because we're going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. Right, this has been a significant amount of time for you to pause the podcast, or at least quickly yank the earphones out of your phone. Or like, ears. Oh, you can't. Ah, out of your ears as well. That's it. If I'm like listening to a podcast on my phone and they go into quick spoiler territory, I'm always quickly just pulling the plug out of the phone, going, <laughs> "Oh no!" Oh no! No! Don't tell me. Aye, don't tell me what happened to Hulk Hogan. Oh, I'm the Hulk Hogan. He's a racist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hulk Hogan's got nothing to do with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> this movie is directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, the man behind What Andrew. What movies has he done? Mortal Kombat 2, baby. <laughs> I don't think he did. Well, I'm just guessing. I, okay. <laughs> uh, thankfully, I have prepared. He is oh. the man... Behind four Resident Evil movies. Oh, damn. Uh, the remake of Death Race. Uh, Alien vs. Predator. And uh, Pompeii. Starring, like, Kit Harrington. Don't forget the Three Musketeers. Aye, that one. Where, like, he casted his wife in it. Yes, Paul W. S. Anderson is the husband of Mila Jovovich. Ah, that's why she's in everything. Aye, every movie he's done, she will most likely show up with one of her boobs hanging out. 
Anyway, Mortal Kombat does not star Mila Jovovich, but it does star Christopher Lambert as Lord Raiden, Robin Shu as Liu Kang, Lyndon Ashby as Johnny Cage, Kari Haruyuki Tagawa as Shantung, Bridget Wilson Samparas as Sonya Blade. Who's Shantung? Shantung is evil black Asian dude. Well, not black. <laughs> Even a evil Asian dude with black hair. You mean Shang Tsung? I die. Eh. Potato. Tomato. No, no potato. There could be different people. <laughs> yes, I know. I've seen enough kung fu films for them to have similar names. Anyway, uh, Talisa Soto as Katana. Trevor Goddard as Kano. And that's it. Andrew, tell me, what oh, happened to uh, Sub-Zero and fucking Scorpion. They're just like a bunch of fucking French gymnasts. They're not actors. Oh, they could have been. <laughs> How? They, don't, they showed no emotion whatsoever. <laughs> they were like, oh, look, I've got like this wee peaky thing coming at my horn. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> he was made of plasticine. <laughs> Andrew, just tell me the plot of Mortal Kombat. Um, Without it sounding like the plot of Enter the Dragon. <laughs> um, there's like there's another world that to ours, and they like right. to fight us. And if they if they if they won ten fights in a row, they got to come and steal our, our fucking world. But no, Wait, uh, is this the plot to the video game? No, this is a film. Oh, it's like, you need to go through ten levels. No, there's like, apparently the, the day this fucking fight every fucking year, and they've yes. won the last nine fights. Right. You know, listen to what Raiden says. I can't. I can't with that fucking accent. <laughs> Not that bad. <laughs> it's just like half German, half Scottish, half fucking... French, Canadian. French, uh, Swiss. Aye. Uh, you're just a verbal bukkake of accents. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Andrew, tell me, what do you think of Mortal Kombat? It was It was good. Ish. Ish. Aye. Yep. Part um, for what it is. Yeah. I can't see anything because I've, I've actually forgot to pick up my notes. Oh, my goodness. Andrew, tell the audience what you think of Mortal Kombat some more whilst I quickly walk to the other side of the room. Aye, it's alright, I suppose. Fucking plasticine cunts and they can't get act. And the action's pretty shit, but other than that, it's alright. Hurry the fuck up, you penis munch. Hey now, come on. Aye, so, um, obviously, as soon as the film starts, the fucking Mortal Kombat theme kicking in. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> they're just like the most fucking hardcore, not disco music, but... Techno. Yeah, that's it. Like, just, oh no, shit's that's going on. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> and then we get to see fucking Kano's prosthetic face. 
where like he's got a fucking like maybe like a set of Coca Cola jet like stabbed in his pus. <laughs> I guess in the nineties. Yeah. Like <laughs> it wasn't to like the the complex level of like a Terminator. A uh, like. No, it's huh. just. Got a it's just cyber, like cybernetic eyeball. Aye, did he use it for anything? No, but in the games, I'm sure he could shoot lasers. Yet. Why did he not use it? <laughs> like he was more or less just got a really expensive looking eye patch. Basically. <laughs> aye. Is that, aye, it's also a nightlight. Right, I can see in the dark. <laughs> aye. <laughs> On's an infrared, but it's not any good. To anyone but me. Okay. <laughs> I can walk through a dark room with ease. <laughs> um, then, of course, like we get this, the introduction of Sonya Blade. Yeah. Like, everyone does look, like, so... Like, they came right out of the video game. Okay. Like, she does look like a, a, this 90s uh, fucking equivalent of, like... This female SWAT team. She's got a black cap on. Aye. She's all dressed in black, carrying a big shotgun. Mm-hmm. With a ponytail. Looks like she's been in a period for like 20 years. <laughs> Doesn't look like she's fucking like worked a day in her life. Looks grumpy as fuck. Aye. Like, she looked... Oh, she's... When she's trying to interrogate a dude after shooting him in the stomach with a shotgun. <laughs> like, Where's Kano? It's like... It's like... Don't shoot him first. He's <laughs> halfway ha- down the road. No, the fucking boy's stomach's halfway down the road. And she's still trying to ask him questions. Mm. <laughs> they done a weird shot where it looked at his stomach and it looked like he was the liquid terminator. <laughs> so it was like oh. fucking bits of metal were melted on him. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, I used the wrong shells. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, then like... Obviously, the film starts off with, like, our introduction of the three martial artists being chosen by Raiden to go to the island. Yeah. We get Johnny Cage, like, walking off the set, going past, like, No, I was depicted by Raiden. Well, okay. Shang Tsung that picked him. Shang Tsung sent Kano to get Sonya. Yep. To lure her. He killed fucking Liu Kang's brother to get him to come after him and mm. posed as fucking Johnny Cage's agent and tell him to go and get on that boat. Okay, you are the rain man of movie plots. I'm no, I just fucking watch a film. I must be too busy taking notes instead of paying attention to the movie. Yeah. Which must be very backwards. Because all I've written down here is Johnny Cage's director is a spitting image of Steven Spielberg. Aye, that, aye. <laughs> um, let's see, first mention of Lord Raiden. Uh, he should still just sound like Connor McLeod. Like, <laughs> he should just play that character instead of this quiet, lispy Lord Raiden. Uh, like, he, he basically looks like a young fucking Gandalf. <laughs> just like the early this years. Me, this is me giggles like, ha, ha, ha. Ah, exactly. He's like, sorry. He's like, wait. Like, that's it. This film isn't taken, like, is not supposed to be taken seriously. No, no. 
So like, remember, don't don't watch. Like, hopefully, you never watch it. Going right. I hope this is an authentic take on the classic video game. <laughs> the fucking Christopher Nolan Dark Knight treatments. Oh my god. Super fucking serious Mortal Kombat's. Oh, and then like, they punch Goro in the balls and they'll giggle. Uh, so yes Johnny Cage is under the fucking scandal that he's a fake fighter alright what do you mean you don't do your own stunts fucking hell he's not no (laughs) Cruise and uh, let's see when it gets to that point where they're all basically being gathered up to go on the fucking boats Uh like I love how Johnny Cage assumes that fucking Liu Kang is just like the fucking bag boy <laughs> like, hey, here's my suitcase. It's like Liu Kang doesn't carry bags. Thankfully, only sunk like one of his twelve suitcases. <laughs> Why did it take so much? What the fuck did heck this go on? Because he's a fucking Hollywood actor. He's got to have all his fucking like a suit for every occasion. Like more suits than Hulk Hogan and No Holds Barred. He had no suits. Oh, he had the he had... spandex and cowboy boots. Yes, and maybe a white hood, but... Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. I'd, it got to the point where I just wrote, this is Enter the Dragon. But that's obvious. We should have known that from the beginning. Obviously, the main reason Obdi totally tuned in for this film was to see, like, Scorpion and Sub-Zero... Like, right. on film. Right. Like, those yeah, costumes were always badass. Like, in the game, that was always who you wanted to play, because they're literally like just fucking ninjas right. in, like, primary colours. <laughs> Blue, yellow, green. <laughs> Red. Which, yeah, which are not, I Not all of my primary colours, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, Raiden owns them. Which owns is... Who? Like, obviously, they came in looking all mean and intimidating. Then fucking, like, Raiden just does, like, a giant lightning bolt. Like a sonic boom. Aye, aye. And then, like, ah, 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 sorry. (laughs) 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 Aye, now that was on the boat, eh? Aye. Um, You can't do anything until the tournament starts here, prick. (laughs) (laughs) Aye. I've got a copy of the rules here. Right. And he's just holding like a copy of the fucking game and turns it to the back. <laughs> Look. <laughs> um, I, I did. I, I fucking pissed myself laughing watching Johnny Cage falling out of a boat carrying his bags. Oh, that was so fake like, as fuck. It's like, <laughs> how is he going to manage? He's like uh, under both arms. And like, there's this fucking great height, so he needed a fucking stepladder anyway. But no, uh. some poor stuntman just fucking face planted into the fucking war. He didn't come back. Nah. <laughs> the luggage weighed him down. <laughs> and he drowned. <laughs> and I love like how they get there and say, hmm, I wonder where we are. And they start looking at shit like a compass. Right. It's going absolute ape. And says, well, it's quite clear. They're on the island from Lost. Right. <laughs> but it's like, how did Luke and Kent to look at the fucking compass? Like, There's nothing wrong with your radio. Look at your compass. Is it off? Who the fuck do you kid? <laughs> That's it. He's it's uh, another fucking mystical Chinese man who secretly knows more than the fucking American pigs. Uh, he's one of the others. 
Hey, man, fucking Mr. Reco. Um, Johnny Cage is the fucking master of one-liners. I don't think he has actual dialogue in this movie. It is just <laughs> one line, one line, one line. I've neglected to write down samples of these excellent one-liners. Oh, but my goodness. They should be hopefully written throughout my notes. Hey, we get to see a fucking, like, Nintendo 64 fucking CGI lizard creature. Ah, that was fucked up. Yeah. Let's see, let's get fucking Gex the Gecko to protect fucking Katana. No, he was the protector, you sucker. Fucking full enough. Aye. Keep an eye on her, make sure she can talk to Luke Kai. <laughs> and, like, when we get to the fucking first night where they're all, like, in the big dining hall having a banquet, Aye. and then all these fucking red hoods come in, and it's like, right, there's got, like, fucking fight time, and this red hood catering team, basically, <laughs> the the way they fucking clean away the dishes is fucking, like, trash in the hall, flipping tables. <laughs> Fair enough, boys. Make way. Exactly. Make fight. Two people need to fight. <laughs> where we get like that almost like that fucking Indiana Jones scene where it's the martial arts expert doing Aye. a full fucking highlight reel in front of you <laughs> and then like Sub-Zero just like just fucking sneezes like a fucking ice blast him Aye, it's like he's doing all that shit and fucking Sub-Zero's just charging up his ice ball exactly Fucking kick him already. I it may as well just been fucking Indiana Jones firing his pistol. Hi. <laughs> um, then like it cuts to like all that shit's happening in the hall, but the, the, I think it was up on some sort of balcony looking dude, and like Kano's sitting having dinner with fucking Goro. Hi. <laughs> like Kano sitting eating a chicken leg, just being I a fucking at, Aussie bloke. I looked the most rawest turkey leg I've ever seen in my life. And that was it, like, are you talking about the what he's eating or fucking Goro? Goro looked like a fucking raw turkey leg. (laughs) But that was it, when he first came, I was like, ah, what is he fucking talking to? It looks like a clay fighter. I thought it looked like China. It looks like someone gave the fucking Crypt Keeper steroids. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. It was. It looked like that fucking skeleton figure, but somebody just fucking <laughs> pumped him up. Stuck his head on China's body. Aye. <laughs> um, aye. Let's see. I'm just writing the quote. We've got company. Combat company. Cue the music. And again, I guess the oh, when, combat music kicked in. Oh no, when they fucking run away and they accidentally kick like the loudest fucking bit of rock in the world. <laughs> it clatters. Like, aye, and every cut like... <gasps> aye, yeah, and that, that was it. Like, right, we get to like our first proper like martial arts fight scene. And it was fucking mm. horrible. Like, what one was the first one? Uh, when it was Liu Kang, Sonya and fucking Johnny Cage. And they're running, oh. and then groups of bad guys come from three different directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, right. like, the fucking Mortal Kombat music starts. And that's... Mm-hmm. I, I would love to have been in a fucking, like, cinema in 1995 <laughs> on the first show, and when the fucking Mortal Kombat theme kicks in, 
in the start of a martial arts fight, I would just imagine cinema going fucking ape. You'd be like, oh shit. Fucking popcorn's getting chucked. Right. <laughs> hey, some cunt's gonna be wearing a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst you that can happen? Dr. Pepper? Maybe. Dr. Pepper is the worst. It was the best thing to fucking pour a tube of millions into. What? That's like the fucking Mentos and Diet Coke thing. You pour Mentos and a fucking no. millions, Milli- into millions into fucking Dr. Pepper. What happened? It fucking went <laughs> fucking erupted. That's a bit stupid to do in the cinema. It's not your you... fucking... I, I, maybe that's why it's closed down, but... We are talking uh, about fucking Kirkcaldy here. Oh. <laughs> we contributed to the dampness. I could mind the God to see the Spice Girls movie there. <laughs> okay, let's stop about Mortal Kombat. Let's talk uh, about please. the fucking Spice movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I did it. I think I saw it in the cinema. What? I think I must have rented it. Oh, Space Girls a movie? Yes. <laughs> now I feel that shame kind of washing over me. I need to tell you how bad that fucking martial arts fight scene was. Yeah. Nine out of the ten, uh, whatever, like, who was throwing a fist or a foot towards mm-hmm. someone's face, every time they just about hit someone, the camera cuts away and cuts to, like, a separate shot of someone just being either kicked in the face or punched in the face. They never showed you, like, one hit landing. <laughs> like, wait, what? I think as if, like, fucking Johnny Cage went to throw a punch, but he just kind of stopped just to make sure it didn't hurt the boy. And said, I will edit and post, and it just cuts to, like, a punch, ma- a punch man, a stunt man being punched in the face. <laughs> then the magic of editing that looks like Johnny Cage just kicking ass. <laughs> But I, it was just all these fucking uh, cutaway to close-up reaction shots of just some poor mug being hit. It's, it's uh, like, just to show that, like, you're most likely punching a stuntman anyway, so he wouldn't mind being punched. Are you afraid no. that you're going to get hurt? Like, I hurt my horns. Or is it just the fact that they actually can fucking martial arts? Maybe. Like, even, I thought, like, Robin Shu at least. Like, this is a guy, like... Of a martial arts background, Hong Kong stunt man, this, that, the next thing. I'd expect him to come out being all Donnie Yen, like pushing past the white people and doing triple kicks. Oh. Um, but, let's see, like, Raiden is basically too cool for this film. Oh no. Like, I think if it's just the fact that Christopher Lambert is too cool for this film. Oh, you could tell he's like, I'm the, I'm the fucking number one in this film. Exactly, like, when he shows up in that hall, and he's sitting like, eh, where he's like, I don't think so, and he's got his fucking, like, pink, his fingers sticking out, and just lightning bolts aye, circulating, aye. and he's like, like, why is, why is this guy not saving the world? Like, yeah. why is he recruiting these three? Why is he not fighting the tournament? exactly. <laughs> like, surely. every cut. <laughs> uh, I've written down that Liu Kang versus the Black Tiger. Oh, that was bad. Alright, what were those fucking sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> um, but fucking Black Tiger can't handle a drop kick to the ribs. Nope. <laughs> and then, like, 
have to say, this film actually does come off quite well in the sense that it is really... What's the way to say it? Like, it... It plays a proper homage to, like, the video game. Like, it's... It's not like Super Mario Brothers, where they've taken the name of the movie, the list of the characters, and made their film. Like, Mm -hmm. this seems like it pays so much back to the fucking video game, to the point where, like, at the end of the fight, fucking uh, Shansung goes over and he's like, "Eh, Fatality! As he fucking Mm -hmm. absorbs the boy's soul. Flawless victory. Exactly, and even at points like towards the end, they have the actual Mortal Kombat narrator, like the voice, whoever's fucking like speaks over it that says like uh, fatality or flawless victory, like the uh, fucking trailer voice guy, like uh, is sitting, like appears at one point in this movie. <laughs> um, some choice fucking Kano dialogue is like, "Hello, baby, did you miss me?" And then fucking Sonya Blade, <laughs> like, getting a wee kick to the ribs. Yep. And he's like... And then it turns into, like, this weird head scissors, where she's like... Uh, oh, yeah, that just did not come off. Where he's like, oh, c- come on, I'm sorry, just give me a break. He's like, I'll give you a break. Snap. Yeah. All right. Uh, then that was it, like, that woman's legs were so loosely hung around him. Like, of course, I had to <laughs> cut away... Because yes. her fucking thin model-like thighs couldn't snap that fucking <laughs> neck. No way. He's got a metal face. <laughs> Why did he not just shoot her with his laser eye? Exactly. Just fucking tase the bitch. Oh. Um, let's see. Uh, like, that's it. The film kind of stops. Like, Well, the story actually stops. And it just becomes a series of fight scenes. Like, uh. we get fucking Liu Kang versus the Black Tiger guy. Then it's fucking Kano losing to Sonya. Next thing we know, fucking Johnny Cage is walking through a bamboo forest. <laughs> all carefully lined trees. Why? <laughs> what <laughs> like, is his reason for being there? Just so fucking Scorpion could show up with his fucking little peaky Scorpion pal. That was the screaming. worst thing ever. Like, just where it would pop it, his hand going... I but in the games, it's a chain. Aye. Look. But now it's like some fucking animatronic snake, scorpion, <laughs> fucking thing, that could fly for miles through a bamboo forest. And get and, tied up just at the last second. Yes, and uses his telekinetic powers, or no, telepathic powers, just to send messages like, Get over here. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And then, like, they end up in a portal in hell. I know, like, Johnny Cage goes to attack him and they fucking... Aye, a fucking... uh, Like, wormhole. Aye. They fucking end up (laughs) in fucking space and their heads explode. But no, they're in hell, essentially. I think they Uh, got that idea for one of fucking Scorpion's fucking fatalities. Right. Does he she kind of drag one. them to hell and kill them? Aye, he takes his mask off and he's got a skull and he puts fire on the ground and they fall through it into well, like a hell-like place. That's it, like, this goes back to saying, like, how much of a fateful adaption, like, Adaptation. of a, a video game to a movie that this is. 
Uh, because, like, obviously this hell fight, like, all it reminds me, there always seems to be, like, one quick shot where it looks like they're standing at either side of the screen with a notable background that looks like it's came right out of a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. And, like, like that, that fight gets strangely intense, like, Scorpion just goes all fucking out, like, it turns out he's he's just a skull, uh, he screams fire. Uh, wait a minute, he, he's made of fire. Um, there's like blood's allergic to oxygen. Exactly, and all this is going on whilst there's a heavy metal soundtrack and I Johnny know. Cage doing gymnastics. <laughs> um, and then it fucking finishes like just with Johnny Cage throwing a, a signed autograph like right. onto the, the fucking fucking burning body of. Scorpion. Yeah. But that's it. Like this, that's the point where the film kind of knows it's this funny, or bad. Like I think at that point it's like Jesus. Like where is this going? But like these are all just callbacks to the video game. Yeah. Like that is, according to trivia, that is like one of Johnny Cage's fatalities, where something gets absolutely destroyed and he just throws him a signed autograph. Uh huh. Yep. I never uh, ever went Johnny Cage because he was fucking shite. <laughs> um, what about... Aye, like, Katana, Disney seem to be in the film enough to be of any real significance? No. Uh, like, she shows up and just says all this like silly shit, like, if you don't fight with all your heart, you have no hope. And, like, Aye. she says that shit after doing, like, the weakest fight. I know what was happening there because they had that fight and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that was like the only fight in the whole fucking tournament that didn't fucking end in someone dying. But, like, she's just telling people, like, fight with all your heart. Like, you're uh, throwing the weakest kicks I've seen. Like, <laughs> you fight with all your heart. <laughs> uh, uh, cut to fucking Sub-Zero and Liu Kang. Like, this is full on now, just a King of the Ring tournament. Uh, um, that's the whole point of the game. Exactly, to work your way to the top and win. Aye, no ladder. Aye. Um, these fights are naffed. Uh, fucking Sub-Zero can he handle a bucket of water? Oh, no, I didn't, didn't I forget the fucking amazing jump punch for Luca. <laughs> Aye. When Sub-Zero starts doing the backflips doing the ramp. I, like, uh, and fucking Liu Kang just runs and jumps in the air, there's a wee fake punch. I know, like, if the internet has done anything right, there should have been a meme of him punching, like, a little box from Super Mario <laughs> to get a mushroom. <laughs> so that's why he did, he just, like, Mario just running in a wee brain and go, Hui! Like, oh. there, there was nothing, like, maybe, like, Paul fucking W.S. Anderson said, right, uh, we're going to CG in one of those reptile fucking lizard thing beasts is going to attack you before the fight, but you just jump up and punch it. Then that, like, just reminds the audience that there's this reptile creature following them, but he's out of the frame for another ten minutes. And then when it comes to actually doing that, they thought, nah. You're just doing a wee warm-up, eh? Wee Superman punch to the to the sky. One up to my homies. Um, but I Um... Goro warming up. Like, 
cue the fucking montage of six stuntmen just being thrown around over and over. <laughs> like, and every time they land on it's like, oh yeah, stins! <laughs> like, stop throwing me a boot on your fucking patio. I don't care that you've got chips. <laughs> fucking chuck me on a mattress for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's just those fucking shots of Goro cracking his, like, his big Mars bar fingers. He's <laughs> <laughs> it, just this, like, like past the scene shite, so nails him. <laughs> <laughs> he is, because he is more or less just this giant puppet, isn't he? Aye. Like, a part of me thought he was like plasticine, maybe claymation, special effects, but I think it must be some guy in a giant suit. It has to be. Aye. Um. And like how he starts off killing like the black guy from Scrubs. Well, oh, a, oh, he's not. Aye, but it's just like a bald like black guy with a mustache. Oh. And he just like chokes him out, absorbs his soul in a flawless victory. No, he gives his soul a fucking Shang Tsung. Aye, passes it back. Um, that is the most fucking cheating way though, here. Yeah. Like grabbing his horns with two of your horns and then punching fucking with your other two. I know. Like, like, how's this guy in the tournament? That's not fair. <laughs> he has more limbs than anybody else. That see, back in the day when I would be playing a video game, that would always be the kind I would play. You would always go Goro. Just because he's got fucking four like four arms. Like you fucking That bitch. must make him better than the fucking black guy with two metal arms. I always went no, nah, I always went jacks. No, aye. Aye. <laughs> just because boxing. I just fucking sit and rapidly tap the two fucking punch buttons. <laughs> so they just kind of lean forward and just go... <laughs> <laughs> just I know exactly it. what you mean. Oh, fuck. And then I, uppercut. Oh, aye. Um, I like how Raiden like, reminds everyone, like he knows the score of everyone's subplots. <laughs> like, you know why you're all here? Like, you came here chasing him, but you want to fucking settle this beef. You're an actor who, like, needs to get over the fact that everyone thinks you're fake. You need to prove it to the world that you're not. Uh, and, like, uh, Luke Kang, your brother. Aye. That bit for the beginning. That. Aye. Uh, um, stop blaming yourself for your brother's death. Exactly. Here, go punch Goro in the nuts. <laughs> And that was, I, that was that all that was done uh, just so we could get that reaction shot of Raiden just fucking loving it. <laughs> and just going, oh yeah! And just fucking taps a boy on the shoulder and like, sorry. <laughs> um, it's what was with the twins there though? They were still loving Goro in the crowd. Like, I, I, they would fucking scream Goro and then look at each other and go, yeah! Ah, he's like, we're on the same page! <laughs> <laughs> and like, the whole shit where like, like Johnny Cage had some beef in this part as well like because like where he comes off with a one liner where fucking Goro's hanging on for dear life only using like one of his four arms to hold this on is, aye this is when you fall down aye it's like those are $500 sunglasses asshole <laughs> and like if that's not enough Reptile suddenly gets born by punching CGI Reptile into a fucking skeleton. Aye, it's like the that. skeleton eats him. 
Aye, aye, exactly. Just fucking like, like the rib cage just falls around him. Aye. Then pop up like fucking ninja in a green suit. Aye. Or ninja in a green blazer. <laughs> and then we just get <laughs> that fucking uh, reptile slash Liu Kang aye. fight scene. Just to satisfy the audience, I guess. Aye. Like just like maybe like they they've shot the film done it and then came out and was like fuck this is only 50 minutes long <laughs> let's make 10 more fight scenes yeah just to flesh this out that's what you can do <laughs> because like it, it's more or less just fucking Liu Kang uh, kicking the bugs out of Reptile aye and just a series of yeah yeah this is so, like aye, to kill him did he know he's fucking the move for the game he would have he to. Flees across the screen with his fucking and kicks. With fucking 500 kicks. Right. Yep. And, like, then it's like we're getting to the fucking final stages of the game. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, look, the fucking symbol that's on the box art is now in the fucking centre of this room. Mm-hmm. And fucking the bad guy's standing on the balcony looking down. Right, because he kidnapped Sonia. Aye. It fucking messes up her hair. Puts I know. Weird... It's like they've got stylists. Here, like, get her dressed I know. Now she looks like fucking Davy, <laughs> Davy, uh, David Bowie from Labyrinth. Aye. <laughs> That's all I've seen when i just seen that fucking big fuzzy blonde hair. <laughs> uh, a drop of blood equals half a dozen dead warriors. Yep. <laughs> just, just because. Because I, I don't remember that in the game. What? Do you remember having to fight half a dozen dead um, oh, no, like, historical no, figures? <laughs> it's like, we're still short five minutes to make it an hour, quickly. Chuck some mongols at them. Aye. Um, and then, like, all of a sudden I've just written to like, the fucking end of this movie. I've stopped writing. I guess I must have just like, started watching it. Aye. You because... do, you're doing that all the time now. I know, I'm, I'm getting engrossed in the movie. Aye. Because uh, all I've written now is Impaled on the Mortal Kombat logo. Flawless victory. <laughs> so I, I, I guess Liu Kang bet Shang Tsung. Aye. <laughs> um, and like, like any fucking decent video game movie adaptation, it leaves it open for a sequel. Like, uh-huh. they're all outside, they're back in the fucking, was it, uh, the Temple of Light in China? Uh, and all the millions of bairns are running about going mental, but then they all disappear somehow when this fucking tower explodes. Yes, and the, we, we get this fucking hologram of the giant emperor. Uh, just like teasing, like, ah, oh, I'm the fucking final boss. You better come fight me. You are all, like, uh, fucked. And then it cuts to, like, Raiden and his pals saying, I don't think so. I fucking moan then. Well, just fucking Mortal Kombat kicks in. Right. Yep. Next week, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes. No. Aww. <laughs> um, aye. So, have I covered all of Mortal Kombat, you think? think have you so. missed anything? Would you like to know some trivia? Yeah. Okay. Uh, originally, the character of Kano was supposed to be a Japanese-American. However, uh, 
Ed Boon and John Tobias were so impressed with how Trevor Goddard portrayed him, uh, they retconned Kano's history uh, in the future games, making him an Australian, which they thought was Goddard's uh, nationality, but they later found out that Goddard actually just done a, gave Kano an Australian accent. Trevor Goddard is actually English. <laughs> but like that's it it's like it wasn't the most authentic Australian accent it's like your stereotypical Australian accent is like oh I'm Kano fucking shrimp on the barbie Fosters mm-hmm. just like I think and like why I'm trying to do impressions of him and I just feel like I'm sounding like Wade Barrett who is an English wrestler so yeah. of course he was English they just never knew Um. Let's see. Another fact. Steven Spielberg was an avid fan of the video games. Uh, even to the point where he was supposed to make a cameo appearance as a director in Johnny Cage's first scene. However, scheduling conflicts forced him to back out. Nonetheless, the director character in the film does resemble Spielberg, which is most likely a reference to this. Yeah. So who what? knows if that's true. Um, one bit I do love here. Although uncredited, most of Johnny Cage's fighting scenes were done by the stuntman J.J. Perry, which means Johnny Cage was a fake. <laughs> well. The newspapers were right. <laughs> Shitbag. <laughs> uh, let's see. The actors that were considered for Johnny Cage, that we had Brandon Lee, till he died, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh-huh. till Street Fighter happened, uh, Johnny Depp and Tom Cruise. Johnny Depp. Aye, like that. That boy's like real fucking thin. I know. I can like, if anyone had to do a weaker kick than fucking <laughs> that that boy, it would be Johnny Depp. Aye. And Tom Cruise would have to like wear like fucking heels. <laughs> oh, that would have been the worst fight ever with him and Goro. Wouldn't can... even have to duck. Goro would use his bottom arms to hold him back. <laughs> like just putting one palm on his forehead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, box office and budget. How much do you think it cost to make a movie like Mortal Kombat? Back oh, in the 90s. Have to be expensive with all that fucking location rent in the Lost Island and shit. <laughs> fucking 25 mil. 18? They cut it back on the fucking special effects. (laughs) Right, uh, now, do you want to guess domestic and foreign, or do you just want to know what it made worldwide? Better name just worldwide. Okay, what is your guess? It it cost 18 million to make. Um, 36. 122 million dollars. Fuck off! They fucking loved it! The domestic uh, fucking box office was seventy million dollars. The foreign market was fifty-one million dollars. Fucking hell! Yep, of course it got a sequel. Uh, awards it won one. It won a BMI Film Music Award. Okay, uh, because it just had a fucking wicked soundtrack. Damn right, man. Uh, which probably revolutionised the fucking techno <laughs> genre. It was the start of the techno era. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it was that, and then it was those fucking 
what's those three boys that fucking days CDs and it was like popular as hell and like I guess our age growing up and it's always just character caricatures of these three guys would always do CDs and there's ah fuck I can't mind but whatever it was it was always like the most popular house techno music and it just sounded like just fucking car alarms going off uh, must have been a Buck Hine thing like I know these were fucking like world oh well fucking five famous Ah, uh, if I could remember the name, it was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Anyway, aye, but it was just like these three DJs. One of them would just have like a name, and it would be like uh. DJ this, DJ that, and fucking uh, Skippy. <laughs> and they would just all be these fucking wit, like camera angles of a camera just having a cameraman having a fucking epileptic fit <laughs> as they were fucking scratching vinyls. Fuck's sake! Uh, you want to know the internet reaction? IMDB rated it 5.8 out of 10 mm-hmm. based on 76,557 votes. Yeah, that's unreasonable. Uh, yep. Now, when it comes to Rotten Tomatoes, what did the critics think? Give me a percentage. Googie 40. You were not that bad. 33%. Mm. You were just out by 7. I could see their point, but fuck them. <laughs> that is basically the game. Well, you never know. Maybe that's where the ten positive reviews came from. Yeah. Ah, uh, because ten positive to twenty negative. Audience rated it fifty-eight. It's a lot similar to the IMDb. Mm-hmm. Now, since it was basically like ten positive, twenty negative, I've taken two rotten quotes and one fresh quote. Right. Uh, e film critic, this is our rotten quotes. Said, uh, like watching a lot of sweaty fist wa- fist fights while trapped <laughs> in the world's loudest nightclub. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. Uh, movie Metropolis wrote, a one note gimmick that comes with everything but a joystick for the viewer to control the robotic characters. Oh, well. Oh, having a shot at the acting? Come on, this is not <laughs> Scorsese we're expecting here. I know. This is Mortal Kombat. Um, speaking the game, they're basing their characters on fucking computer characters. Exactly. Where How dare they say that fucking Goro looked stiff? He <laughs> was the most pliable, malleable fucking character in the game. Or maybe like somebody wrote that just saying he was the one that showed the most emotion in the film <laughs> the rest were wooden I know. fucking cardboard cutouts from the poster um, okay the fresh quote for the movie comes from the New York Times right. the most intriguing is a glassy eyed follower whose right hand shoots out a hissing reptile that can extend itself for miles exotic creatures like these makes Watching Mortal Kombat feel like being a high-tech funhouse. What? Let me read that again. The most intriguing is a glassy-eyed follower whose right hand shoots out a hissing reptile that can extend itself for miles. Exotic creatures like this, uh, like these, make watching Mortal Kombat feel like being in a high-tech funhouse. That's that, that guy's fucking off his post. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh shit, there's this guy with like fucking glass eye, like glassy eye dude, fucking like a 
Like, was he blind? Oh, a day kid. And he shot reptiles at his hands that flew for miles. He's one of many exotic creatures on this island that are all in this high-tech funhouse. I know. It's like he, it's kind of like he believes it, huh? Aye, it was a documentary. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, what? They made games about this, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking quits the times. <laughs> okay, anyway, now it comes down to our five finger fucking reptile peaky punch mm-hmm. <laughs> how peaky many because the fucking wee peaky reptile like slips at his hand how oh, much fucking a cheesy one liners do you give Mortal Kombat yeah, I'm thinking three and a half three and a half yeah a little bit more than a one watch wonder yeah I'd watch it if it was on but I would never pay money for it. That is a fair assessment. And I could probably guess that it would probably never be on telly again. It was The second one was on, like, last year sometime, but I missed it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Like, I think Mortal Kombat is one of these films that will not appear unless you're looking for it. Uh, That's the only way you're going to see it, is if you're going out your way to find it. I can't imagine it... Just appearing on the telly now. Uh, on ITV like over... at fucking half past nine. Unless they're wanting to celebrate a 20 year anniversary of it. When was that? Uh, that was like last month. Oh. Yes. If only someone could write a comparison piece on what the actors are doing nowadays. Yeah. What are they doing nowadays? They're mostly playing extras in movies. anyway next time on the films and swear movie podcast we are reviewing street fighter why because it's a video game movie oh yeah it stars jean-claude van damme and kylie minogue they forget fucking who's ryan ken people (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, so yes, that is your fair warning. Watch Street Fighter. You know you have to. And then we'll apologise to you on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Go to filmsandswearing.com. We write reviews, uh, like Zombie Fight Club, which is uh, the first movie in a while that I rated one out of five. (laughs) Uh, Find out why... I wasn't impressed by nude Asian zombie women. Well, so it's no just fucking fuck fighting in a like a zombie infested world. Eh, for the last ten minutes, which is the only good part. The rest of it is fucking a people in a tenement block. Mm-hmm. So, like it says, it's the raid meets Dawn of the Dead, and it's just because these fucking wannabe rappers slash drug dealers decide to take bath salts <laughs> and be, like become zombie creatures. So Can whilst they're all having like an orgy, all the women start biting dicks off and <laughs> just turning other people into zombies through the power of like. Fucking Adobe After Effects. Oh. I just seen some fat boy sit there, and then just like a grey filter being put on his face, and then he's like, rawr. 
Yeah. Oh, well. Aye. Cut to the fucking apocalypse happening. Cut to, a, like, this gladiator arena-style survivors versus zombies fighting, which was pretty cool. And all the women are now in fucking bondage. Just because. Oh, well. So I, I was... That was a pile of shit. <laughs> you can read that review more in depth at filmsandswearing.com. Uh, we also told you what are the four most must-see movies at the third annual Kikori Film Festival. Which are? Oh, Andrew, you've got to go to the website and find out. Oh, screw you. Just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll, I'll tease you. I'll tell you one of them. Right. And I better not be psycho. Uh, Slow West. What? Uh, a Western... Starring Michael Fassbender. Came out oh. earlier in the summer, and I have not heard a bad word about it. Right? Yeah. So, go to Kokodi and see it. It's probably like on at like eight a.m. on a Thursday morning, but hmm. you you could go. I could Fuck you, Uncle <laughs> Bill. I'm I'm sure they'll let you take them in. <laughs> I'm noting them for the chance of seeing Fastbender's dick on the screen. <laughs> that, that's his fucking weapon. I know. <laughs> like you, what you gotta do? You got no bullets. And then just a fucking trouser snake hits the floor. <laughs> he just looks at like the fucking nearest like bar skank. <laughs> gets erect. Starts in a sword fight. The fucking erection's just an uppercut to his opponent. <laughs> it gets hard that quick it's got velocity on it <laughs> it's, it turns into a fucking 3D movie and just fucking teeth come flying to the screen oh. at the boy's jaw <laughs> the penis winks to the camera like that movie Bruno <laughs> there's one lodged in his fucking foreskin oh. <laughs> I imagine none of this happens in the movie Slow West Slow <laughs> West uh, so yes, uh, go on to filmswim.com to find out our full picks of the Kokori Film Festival. Uh, look out, because we have some more articles coming up on the website very soon. Our thoughts of the up-and-coming Scotland Loves Anime Festival, as well as our selection of films for the BFI London Film Festival. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a lot of work for me. Um <laughs> Other than that, stalk us on social media. Twitter and Instagram at FAS Podcast. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com forward slash Films and Swearing. And YouTube have given us the keys back to our accounts. Yeah. So you could watch our uh, live vlog. Live vlog? Live love video plug. What is that? That was the fucking Indiegogo movie we talked about last week. That we're oh, so passionate about, and that you have seemed to have forgotten about this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and other than that, click on the Amazon link. Buy a widescreen telly. Thank you. <laughs> Andrew, tell them. Tell the audience what they should do now. Buy a widescreen telly. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's one of those curved ones. <laughs> But go to our website first so we can get the fucking kickback. Uh, buy our fabs Exactly. <laughs> do, buy two of them. <laughs> Just in case the fucking first one falls off the wall. 
buy the wall bracket from Amazon as well. <laughs> Make sure it's the right one first. Buy the gun that you're going to use to shoot yourself with <laughs> <by> Amazon. <laughs> buy Slow West on DVD and tell us how it actually ends. <laughs> it's not an erection fight. <laughs> or buy Mortal Kombat. I'm sure it's like 99 pence. <laughs> it probably comes free with like the widescreen telly. Oh, well. And like an apology note. <laughs> Sorry. This, <laughs> might, this might break your TV. <laughs> the effects don't look any better curved. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Andrew, tell people where to go. Um, fuck off and tune in next week. Yes. Yeah, go on, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to say that to you for the last three minutes. Screw you. And like, buy tellies. <laughs> <laughs> buy more. Fuck you. Oh, right. It is five past eleven. Is I'm it? hanging up this call and I'm exporting this podcast. Okay. Adios. You could, you could text me when the file's corrupt or something. No. <laughs> Shut or I said fu- like a robot your fucking mouth. through the whole fucking thing. Shut your fucking mouth. It's happened. <laughs>